Hello, everyone. This is Quantum Nurse, and I am Grace Asagra, your holistic registered nurse with over 30 years of clinical experience. And I'm so happy that you're joining me today with my special guest, the power, Brian Gangle. And for our audience, thank you again for being with us. Brian, thank you for coming and know you're such a busy person, creating magnificent work, and here you are spending a moment with me in the audience. Well, thank you very much, Grace. It's a great honor to be on your program, <clears throat> and uh, I'm glad that uh, anything we can do can help to inspire and um, educate your uh, audience on how to really take control of their health and have outrageous health for the rest of their lives, and certainly to put on a few more miles onto that chassis of ours. And just so others know, Brian really is the one who inspired me to do podcasting. So he's an influencer in my life, and now I'm happy to present to him that here I am, and I did what you inspired me to do. So I feel like, you know, um, I can be more powerful because I did what my role model suggested, and I just didn't sit on it. So now we come power for inspire so almost like we've come full circle if you like to think of it that way but the circle continues on and we continue to grow and evolve uh you know things get passed down from generation to generation uh my mentor is yours dr robert marshall from premier research labs was my original mentor guiding me uh, almost 30 years ago and uh, it's interesting that i'm having uh, um, very high level conversations with uh, dr forbes um, today and carrying on the tradition of Dr. Robert Marshall around the world and delivering and continue to deliver his message of, uh, you know, not just uh, ultimate healing and quantraceuticals and uh, secrets from the ancients and modern science and fundamental nutrition, but to deliver those pearls to every citizen in the world. I think I'm one of the few people left that is actually doing that and continuing it on in his tradition. Uh, he gave me the uh, mantle of being the ambassador for Premier Research Labs and the diplomat for the Quantum Research Council of America. And I've been delivering it here in Canada now for about, uh, I guess, about five years now under the umbrella of Premier Research Labs and the Quantum Research Council. And uh, I've been delivering lectures and workshops and modules um, all around the world. And uh, I've been in practice myself for almost 30 years. And uh, I've moved more from being in practice to being an educator, business coach, and I've certainly taken on the mantle of some big organizations. Uh, right now, I'm the chairman for the World Organization of Natural Medicine, and I'm delivering their humanitarian conference, uh, which is the largest health conference ever held in history with a live streaming audience estimated between two and a half to five million in 23 countries. I just delivered an amazing workshop and a 10-day uh, seminar in, in uh, May of this year, even in the middle of the COVID era. Um, we had 385,000 people, and uh, I remember delivering an incredible one-and-a-half-hour uh, lecture and workshop as part of the conference about the life and times of the lost legends, and I was talking about Dr. Robert Marshall. And uh, I had guests on, everybody from Brian Clement and Anna Maria Clement from Hippocrates to T. Colin Campbell. Uh, to the legendary Ralph Moss, uh, to um, 
um, just about everybody in the natural, traditional, alternative, and eclectic uh, medicine and integrated medicine fields. We had 30 uh, amazing speakers. The conference that we have coming up this October is in a completely different category. We have all of the biggest names, including uh, Dell Bigtree and Rashid Batar, an old friend of ours from Premier Research Labs, and um, <clears throat> uh, um, Andrew Wakefield, um, uh, Sherry Tenpenny, uh, the organizers from the protest or, uh, committees, committees in uh, Germany, in, in uh, Washington, um, there, um, just to give you an idea of the, the names and the calibers, I, there's so many world leaders. Dr. Hyman Nahal, uh, who is the ambassador for the United Arab Emirates research team. Dr. Andre Mathea, the European medical research team lead. Um, Dame Dr. Sheila McKenzie, Jeffrey Smith from the GMO project. Um, Dr. Forbes is gonna be on our schedule. Professor George Grant, the uh, professor from the uh, Global Academy of Wellness. Dr. Daryl Wolf, the doc of detox himself. Um, Dr. Jay Vander Ewell, he is the president of Natural Selections. Um, Andrew Wakefield, um, Dr. Ted Corrin, legendary chiropractor. Uh, Dr. Sherry Ten uh, uh, Tenpenny, Dr. David Perlmutter, Brian and Anna Maria Clement will be joining us again. Ty and Charlene Bollinger from the Truth About Cancer series. Uh, Del Bigtree, Rashid Batard, Bruce Lipton. Jim Turner from the Coalition in Washington for the Center for Health Freedoms. Uh, the legendary Ralph Moss. T. Colin Campbell, of course. Um, uh, his son and his daughter. And so um, uh, Leanne Campbell and uh, Nelson Campbell from Pure Plant Nations will join us as well. Um, Zach Bush, um, we are getting ready to confirm Robert Kennedy Jr. Getting ready to work to confirm also Michael Beckwith. Um, and, and that's just the first wave of speakers. There are even more piling on uh, to this legendary conference as we're drawing upon four universes, not just the health universe, but also the personal development, health freedoms, humanitarian values, and health and well-being from every nation around the world. And when you do something like this, it's, it's giving back to the world at a very critical time. And right now in the COVID era, um, practitioners, professionals, students around the world, not just from you know, the natural, traditional, alternative, eclectic, or integrated medicine, but also from the traditional medical world and everything that's involved with it, from the nurses to the health coaches, we're all in a new way. We're trying to swim and find our way back to shore right now as this tidal wave of, has really engulfed all of us. And this is an amazing opportunity. We call it the COVID blessings. And it's a wonderful opportunity for us to learn new things and to change the way that we do things, the way we operate, even our internal operating systems have all changed. And those who pivot and make those changes find amazing new opportunities and new doors that are opening. And I like to think of it this way, <clears throat> a conference like this, of this scale and of this scope, which we now believe that our tribe together, working together, all of our tribes combined, may be able to bring 20 million people online together into a conference setting for nine days. The goal that people have asked me, what is the goal of a, an event like this? What are you trying to accomplish? What, what is the mission? Well, the mission to me has got to be from the highest level possible. And this is the only analogy I can use to explain why <clears throat> I have taken the initiative to do this. I like to think that the aliens came 
They saw and they left. And we have really done a really poor job of representing human beings on this earth. We have done a really bad job. And I think if there was other intelligent life elsewhere, whether there is or isn't, inconsequential. I think we should be ashamed of ourselves for the way that we have behaved, the way that we have utilized the resources of this planet, and the way that we have treated each other. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Now, COVID unifies and brings together the entire globe. It's a shame that it had to be a pandemic, regardless of whether you believe it's real or false, whether you believe in masks or not, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, whether you're black or white, green or blue, tall or short, fat or skinny, male, female, neutrogender, it doesn't matter. All of us have contributed to this problem. Now we need to come together to solve this problem. We need concrete methods. We need ideas and inspiration. For thousands of years, and if you believe in the Geyer theory, which is every 2,000 years is a major upheaval, we're in it. And it isn't ironic that it would happen, they said around the year 2000, it isn't ironic it happened at 2020. You know, for thousands of years, these three words were the most powerful words in the human vernacular. I love you. Going into the future, there are going to be three new words that are going to be the most powerful words. Can I help? And I want humanity to think about that. I want all of these big name speakers and celebrities and everyone down the line from the individual who's helping us with the live stream to somebody who's purchased a ticket to somebody who's going to be getting on stage in front of millions of people and everybody in between. Can I help? They'll be the most powerful three words that humanity needs as we move forward. For me, more on a personal basis, my job has always been for the last uh, 30 years working in the health arena is to have a greater understanding of two things. My dear friend um, um, uh, in California, um, he, um, he had taught to us, this is Dr. Robert Marshall, that there was some sort of formula that could explain like a master equation of how we could heal the human body. And my other dear friend who came out of California, Burton Goldberg, he always said that the power to heal the human body, the concepts and the ability was given to us innately at birth and every single human being was born with the tools to find out what was going on inside their body. He called it tapping into the God force. Dr. Marshall, Robert Marshall uh, from Premier Research Labs, my mentor back then, he'd always said there were 12 drivers behind every disease and disorder. And all you needed to actually to do was to figure out which of the 12 drivers were in play. I simplified it, took it even further and said, there are four quadrants, 12 drivers, three within each quadrant. What are the deficiencies? What are the infections? What are the toxins? And what are the blockages to healing? And within them, you slot in the 12 drivers. So if you have diabetes, that's a medical condition, you actually have a blood, a blood sugar or pancreas issue. So you may have drivers one, three, five, and seven. Once you know what the drivers are, once you know which drivers are in play, you pull the plug on the drivers and the body returns to an ideal state of health 
every single time, you'll never miss because you're getting to the root of the root causes. What are those 12 drivers? So glad you asked. It's a great question. The deficiencies are nutrition, digestion, and sleep. Nutrition, if you don't have good nutrition and you don't have good fuel and you don't feed the body right, the body isn't gonna operate properly. Digestion, if you can't digest that good fuel, well then nothing's gonna happen because if the machinery of the car can't process the fuel and the oxygen, the car goes nowhere. And if you don't have sleep and rest, you can't rebuild the critical systems of the body. You need to work on that foundation of the deficiencies first. Next is the infections. Medical calls it infections. We in the natural traditional alternative eclectic, even integrated medicine, we cannot use that. That's a medical term. We call it immune specific. There's three big ones. There's the bacteria, the virus, and the parasites. And then there's the subcategories of them, like the molds, the funguses, and the candidas. But that nanobacteria, I got to tell you, if you have low hydrochloric acid levels in your stomach, which is God's defense against the bugs, and if you squander it through hard living, crappy food, even aging, then the bugs have carte blanche to the rest of the system and all manner of disease and disorder is going to take root. The parasites are the, the great mimic. They mimic everything. They're not there to kill you. They're just there for a free lunch. And they cause so many issues. And over 80% of the population has a parasite. It just stays in a symbiotic state. It finds a level of homeostasis. It's not there to do any damage. He just wants some free food. And when he doesn't get it, he makes you angry because he can drive the epistet mechanism. He can drive your moods in your central nervous system. They can do so many, so many things that are just hazardous to your health. And virus. We're all very well a virus now. We've all become virus experts. Or have we? Did you know that the Swiss discovered a nanized protein from brewer's yeast over 40 years ago that was 96% effective if you picked up a virus and would destroy it within 24 hours or less, 96% of the time? They knew about this, but these things have been lost. Somehow along the way, we lost the knowledge. We have to regain that knowledge. I always invite people, please don't take my word for it. Go back and watch the press conference. Here's the president of the United States making the announcement of the Emergencies Act and that you're taking serious steps to squash this virus in America. Slide over to minute 45 when Dr. Burke gets on stage and she says, we're overlaying the data from South Korea. And it turns out that 96% of these positive test results may not be the coronavirus. It may be the regular influenza because that's the time of the year. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what you said. So what are we testing for? Slide over to one hour and five minutes and she comes back to the stage and she goes, says, this is not a point of care test. You know, when I play that video for nurses, then they come to see me, they fall off the chair because they look at me and they go, so what is it then if it's not a point of care test? We're doing a nasal swab, we're isolating the antigen and we're growing it on a bed of nucleic acid. What? Now you get to the third, the intoxications. The body can only handle so much chemotoxic loads. Don't come in and present that you've got a hormone imbalance and tell me that you've been smoking for 20 years. I mean, we have to be a little bit smarter. Remember back in the day when we used to think that asbestos was okay? Remember back in the day when we used to think that smoking was okay? Well, we know better. In the chemotoxic burden to the body, what are the things that we're doing today that we're going to find out tomorrow, we're killing us all along. 
Now we have the new EMF dragon, electromagnetics, the new dragon of our generation, which we are so graciously passing on to our children. Isn't that nice? Our grandparents, they passed on a lot of beautiful things to us. Do you remember Chernobyl? Do you remember Three Mile Island? Do you remember Love Canal? That's just in our neighborhood. Think about what's been going on around the rest of the world. Okay? So we now have the EMF dragon. We have the 5G equation. And people are all up in arms about 5G, how horrible it is. Really? Every time you go through a scanner at the airport, you're getting bombed by 5G. How come you didn't complain about it then? Oh, but now it's on all the time. Well, if you've ever been in a car accident, and God bless, I hope you never have, you know the tragedy and the trauma you go through and how many millions of people suffer unneeded loss of life and irreparable damage because of driving. Well, we're creating autonomous vehicles, but those autonomous vehicles can only run on the roads and the highways if there's the accuracy of satellites and of a network that can handle that kind of bandwidth. Well, thanks to the blessing of 5G, we can have autonomous vehicles. And now cars can drive and hopefully your insurance company will call you up one day and say, by the way, your insurance rate is now $1 a year because the vehicle runs on its own. I doubt it, we'll continue to pay, but that's the concept because that's what 5G allows us to do. It's just unfortunate that there's no actual long-term studies showing the safety of it. I can tell you one thing, if the aliens came, if they saw what we have done and they stood around for a little bit, I can guarantee they would have left a long time ago. Now you get to the bottom quadrant, the blockages to healing, the interference fields. The Asians, the Indo-Asians, the, the Chinese, they have told us for thousands of years that the body is controlled by a very sophisticated line of energy running through the body called the energy meridian map. And the body is a very sophisticated structure. You have the organs and glands and bones and fluids, and that's your structure. But your function is electricity. And any impairment, any soft tissue injury, any injury scar or trauma to the body can create a blockage in that electrical flow, which we affectionately call an interference field. These are the hidden enemies because they can sedate and choke off the energy and nerve flow to a distant organ or gland system. Then you get to the Vastu, things that were studied by the, by the Indians thousands and thousands of years ago, by the Okanagans, by the Egyptians. They understood that the body is like a rechargeable battery. We do a lot of things in life that charge the battery. Meditation, deep breathing, being kind, loving each other, eating good quality food, going for a nice walk, finding time for solace in ourselves, reflection. Then we do a lot of silly things that discharge the body. Driving on the highway and cutting off somebody, yelling and screaming at our families and friends and neighbors and loved ones, and eating crappy food because we're in a rush. They discharge the human body. But around us are the source energies, magnetic, gravitational, ultrasonic, cosmic, and within the earth, the Hartman waves and the Schumann waves. These are all energies that we could tap into and then return back to the vessel known as the domicile or the Vastu and charge the human body by allowing mother nature's energies to charge us as mammalian life forms. And finally, on the drivers, you get to the emotions, the pneuma, the mind, the stress. If you've got a death wish, I'm gonna step aside. I'm not Jesus. I'm just a regular Joe here on earth. And so I don't have anything in my armamentarium. I have nothing in my bag of tricks that's going to put you back on the wall if Humpty Dumpty falls off. 
But if you have positive emotions of the mind, the pneuma, positive emotions of health, we know, thanks to these legends all around the world, these very, very smart boys and girls, upon which I just stand on their shoulders, that the healing power of the human body is limitless. Positive emotions of the mind, you can accomplish and overcome anything. Put all of these drivers together, you can unlock the puzzle to whatever ails you. It was that simple. And as Burton Goldberg said, by understanding the electrical field in the body and a basic understanding of quantum physics, biochemistry, biology, and sciences of the food and nutrition, we can use a bi-digital O-ring muscle test, a tool which each one of us has to decipher and discover the energetic imbalances and nutritional deficiencies in the body. Yes, we could go a lot further with the terminology, but we need to stay in practice. So we need to know the terminology. We don't say we cure. We don't say we discover. We don't say that we, we have found a cure to cancer because we have not. We say we are looking for nutritional imbalances and blockages in the electrical nerve flow. You need to know the dance steps before you get onto the dance floor. Don't make outlandish claims if you can't back it up. But neither should the medical, allopathic, or conventional worlds either. They help to manage symptoms. They help put Humpty Dumpties back on the wall. They have the miracle of surgery. And it's sometimes even the miracle of modern medicine, which can help us. But that should be a stopgap to you doing what God wants you to do, which is to heal yourself and take responsibility for the law of cause and effect. It's the only real truth that we have lived here on earth, the law of cause and effect. Action, reaction, cause and effect. Your only hope, your only escape is to understand it. To understand it is to understand why. Why is what separates us from them. It's why that separates me from my patients, my clients, and my customers. My job has been and always will be to explain to people why. So you become empowered to take positive actions, thus freeing yourself from causality, the cause of insanity. Thank you, Brian. It's, a, it's really incredible what you're doing right now because, and I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's a lot of fear and anxiety going on. It's a lot of division, as you have said, and but you have looked at and so as many other people, they just didn't have the big voice like you and a big platform that they could say that, hey, this is the time to come together. So, but for those who may just still be waiting for whatever is that research and development going on, can you share one, one or two highlights of the whatever most current research that we you know and you have you will will benefit the, our audience well there's a couple of things really on the horizon which i think are very critical and a couple of things that i think we need to look out for in terms of understanding research obviously at the conference the turning point 2020 which you can get online the tickets for it are available and are on sale now turning point 2020 and it's on eventbrite.com and just key to the search menu, Turning Point 2020. We're gonna have all the big name researchers there. But a couple of the research that is really critical right now, number one is understanding the human genome. We are now at the threshold where we can offer a human genome assay to isolate the switches, if you will, on the human genome in terms of which switches have been turned off, 
which switches have been turned on. So for instance, if you don't have the switch, the genetic switch to understand methylation, then you can't methylate and utilize the life force of something as simple as a B vitamin. So understanding that in the past would cost us thousands and thousands of dollars. We can now have that test done for several hundred dollars now, and it's getting cheaper all the time. That research into the understanding of the human genome, I think, is very important. The opposite side of that is this device called CRISPR, which allows us now to go in and do a gene snip and take genes from certain parts of the chromosome body and splice it into another. And what we're doing now with that really is against the laws of man and God. What we're doing is we're tinkering with nature. At some point, the genetic pool of let's say an heirloom tomato will be lost forever. We will never know what a grape used to taste like. We'll never know what a real carrot out of the earth was like. And we'll never know what our ancestors, what they came from, or an understanding of their genome, because it will be lost forever in a diluted pool of research and a mixed menagerie of changing genes and gene sequences. This is a very big danger for humanity. The other research that's going on right now is in, if we take a look at what's happening right now with this virus that's so-called affecting the entire world. It's a mutated gene. It's inconsequential whether it was man-made in a lab or whether it was released on the public or if it was naturally occurring. As it happens, all life survives. All life wants to survive. Now, virus is not alive in the traditional sense. It drills into a cell, it replicates itself by grabbing RNA and DNA material that it needs, and then it docks on the outside of the cell when it's grabbed enough and there's nothing left in the cell, then the cell dies and all the neighboring particles that have adhered to it, they all move to the neighboring cells to complete the process over and over until it's consumed everything in the body. And when the immune system cannot launch an attack to overcome that tidal wave of infection, the body dies. In other words, virus moves into an area and consumes everything until there's nothing left to consume. So by the strictest definition of virus, anything that we do, inoculate, vaccinate, disinfect, whatever we try to do, we are not going to get rid of it. We may be able to contain it, but then life breaks out and it will mutate and become something else, which is what's been happening all along. SARS, West Nile, bubonic plague, influenzas. It's been going on. It continues to mutate virus after virus after virus. And now everyone is blaming everyone else. Some people are blaming the World Health Organization. Other people are blaming politics. I believe there's good and bad everywhere. But there's another species on Earth that does the exact same thing as the virus. Move into an area, consume everything there is until there's nothing left. And then they simply move to another area to consume what's theirs or what's not theirs, sometimes with horrific responses and consequences. That species 
is homo sapien. We're doing the exact same thing that the virus is doing. So are we better? Not if you've taken a look at World War I, World War II, Vietnam War, and every other war that's ever happened. Or if you take a look at our biggest industries around the world is war. I don't think if aliens came from another planet and came here and saw what we were doing and how we were utilizing our resources, they would say, I don't think you're any better than the virus. So these are two areas of research which are happening where there's always a yin and a yang, there's always a balance between both of them. So that's two areas which are very fascinating to me is the human genome and understanding the CRISPR and understanding uh, the virus and how the immune response works against the virus and how this war is happening, not just at a global level, but also within each one of us every single day, all the time. Thank you, Brian, for that information because while you were really just talking about the heirloom and I was imagining inside of me because that, that's exactly what could be happening to me and other people when we're not conscious about that new oh, changes, the disruption that's going on on our original blueprint. So if so, uh, we're so concerned about uh, other species, then yep, what's happening in the microcosm is exactly happening to us. So then when you mention about the interference fields in our body, so then I'm imagining again, the interference fields in the different parts of the world. That's why sometimes those, there are grassroots movement and going on in certain parts and right actually we're the group that where I belong with the new podcasters that came out of the situation were coming together as united podcasters. And so and I know that Dr. Butar and you and mm -hmm. other people are coming. So talk to us again about these grassroots movements because I I come from the Philippines and I grew up there where there was a lot of political upheavals and I, as a teenager, was already part of the, a lot of grassroots movements. So talk to me about that. Well, at the conference that we have coming up, we have five nights, which is part of a, a conference within a conference called the Humanitarian Conference. And the Humanitarian Conference, also the tickets are also at Eventbrite. It's up there right now if you just key in Humanitarian Conference. It doesn't get you the Super Saturday programs, which are the research programs, and it doesn't get you the, the spectacular workshops that are on the Sundays, but it gets you the five nights in between, the Monday to Friday program. And we have five themes throughout that night. We have World Healing Night. We have Research and Development on the Horizons. We have World, you know, we have, we have Health and Freedom Information. But one of the nights is actually Grassroots and Incubators of Change. And on that night, we have guys like Nelson Campbell from Pure Plant Nation, Jeffrey Smith from the GMO Project, and his new uh, initiative, which is about the uh, gene pool. And, um, and so we have all of these people joining us on these grassroots movements and these incubators of change. And even the conference itself, in a, in a way, is actually a grassroots movement. We were on the call yesterday with all of the organizers from the protests in Germany and Berlin, in Washington, New York, Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver, we were on a conference call together, and we were talking about them doing a frame at the conference, and they're confirmed that they're gonna be at the conference talking about the grassroots movements that's happening. We're not talking about COVID. We're not talking about anti-vax. That's been done and talked about over and over. That's, nobody's interested in that anymore. What we're interested in is, did you hear about the 
healthy vaccine? You haven't heard about the healthy vaccine, have you? Don't you think that there will be some big, uh, you know, consumer packaging companies and some pharmaceutical companies that will say, hey, there's going to be hundreds of vaccines available out there. Choose theirs or how about choose the healthy alternative vaccine? You didn't hear about that because nobody's talking about it. I'll give you an example. Back in the day when it was uh, packaging, for instance, in a grassroots movements, years ago, disposal packaging was everywhere. Nobody cared. Suddenly, one company came along and said, we're going to have compostable packaging, green packaging. They tried it, and look what happened. Now, when you go in and you want to buy a package of toilet paper, you can buy regular conventional toilet paper, or you can buy recycled in a, decompose, a, com, a, a decomposing package. And the consumer chooses which one they want and what they want to pay for. Then came the movement of, do you want to have conventional food, or do you like to have organics? If I said to you that that was a grassroots movement, I know it's not going to do anything. Well, look what's happened. People have decided I want to choose food that's not with pesticides. And a lot of people choose food with pesticides. They don't care. It's called freedom of choice. But that's a grassroots movement. Now we have new grassroots movements. People are afraid that governments are taking too much power. That they're asserting themselves unnecessarily. Well, we had that before in the War Measures Act. We've seen that before with the Patriot Act. We've seen it with papers like preemption or the Declaration of Independence. These are all grassroots movements in a way. We have new ones today on a higher level and on a global scale. What I'm trying to do is to bring together four universes, personal development, personal empowerment, human rights, freedom of choice, and health freedom. Of course, humanitarian values and education about natural, traditional, alternative, eclectic, and integrated medicine for every citizen of the world. What I'm trying to do with the Turning Point 2020 is also a grassroots movement. One day we'll look back at it. Conference is not about me. It's not about the organizations that I represent. It's not about the distinguished speakers that are gonna be presenting. It's not about the incredible research that's gonna be uh, presented. It's about changing humanity. At the end, I'd like it if the, metaphorically, the aliens came, they landed, and they said, wow, what a beautiful, nice place with nice people. I think we'll stay for a while. Do you have a good bed and breakfast that we can uh, stay at? <laughs> I can imagine that as well. So, and in a way, you, you and other people and those who are contributing to the grassroots movement small and big will eventually change the landscape, right? And because I remember when I first came to United States in 1980s, early, the people were even, uh, there was not a lot of talk about or the word like detox or smoothie. That's just kind of limited to a small health food store. And when you go to a restaurant, you can barely find a, a good pasta with vegetables only. It's like you're talking to uh, like a stranger. So how do you see everything now that's happening and coming together and manifesting itself as a uh, part of the change of the landscape of the world healthcare? Well, if I, if I understand you correctly, my dear friend, Dame Dr. Sheila McKenzie, who's the president of the World Organization of Natural Medicine, which is one of the most distinguished organizations in the world, 
with thousands of members spread out in 23 countries. As she said to us, she got up and um, she's originally from Jamaica. And I consider her to be one of the most powerful women in the health industry in the world. And she got up and lectured in front of one of my classrooms years ago. And she said this to us, this whole health thing, please do not forget that 85% of the world subscribes to a natural, traditional, and eclectic way of healing. Only 15% of the entire globe subscribes to the allopathic medical pharmaceutical model. In the world, we are the big boys and girls. The only reason you hear about them more is because they have learned to unify and they pool their money together not like scattered little children from school, from daycare, running around at recess like we are, but they work together in a very organized fashion and pool their resources together so they can go on the CBS or evening news of any TV or radio station they want anywhere in the world and they can broadcast their message that if you use our product, we can manage your symptoms and we can cure, I apologize, not cure, we can manage your ill. Together, the natural, traditional, alternative, and eclectic universes, when the big television and broadcasters come and go, great, we would like to broadcast the message to question the vaccine. We would like to have a big message on whether or not breastfeeding is correct over bottle feeding, whether or not we should have legislation that cooks have to wash their hands before they prepare your food any issue, and we want to get it to the masses, they go, where's your money? Where's your check? Which bank account are we taking it from? We can't do that because we haven't unified. We're not working together. Everybody seems to want to do their own thing. They let their egos drive their agendas. No one seems to want to pool everyone together for a simple message. And that is, if you want to change the world, the first thing you need to change is the way we behave. That's the first thing that needs to happen. So that's what I call a groundswell. I'm trying to create a groundswell. And I've been doing that for several years. And I've been getting bigger and bigger and better and better at what I'm doing. And like a blind squirrel under the tree, I bumble around. And once in a while, a little acorn drops in my head and I get a little idea. And so my little idea was I offer a conference for everyone to be able to attend for like $97.50 Canadian dollars, which I, I think that's $6 American. I'm not sure what the translation is, but it's not a lot of American dollars. But what we are offering is to the entire citizenship of the world, a $5 ticket that anyone in the world can afford to buy a $5 ticket to hear all of this incredible conference and all of these speakers at the core called the Humanitarian Conference. And that will cost somebody in Ethiopia, somebody in Palo Alto, somebody in Bangalore, India, somebody in New Zealand, they can afford $5 and share that stream with as many friends and neighbors and loved ones as they want. And so that's why we decided to break this conference into two different portions, but it's still the same conference. We want to be able to deliver this to every citizen of the world, if possible. But the only way we're going to get it done is if we tribe share. 
Every single one of us decides to donate our tribe for a few moments to push the message about the conference. And if we all did that, we could easily exceed the live stream capacity, which is 250 million. That's the capacity that we can drive to. Our first goal is 2.5 million. We're getting very close to filling that pipeline. So if your organization hears the message of hope and change, grassroots movements, incubators of change, research and development on the horizon, the groundswell that we're creating and wants to be part of a conference that will literally change the world. I invite them to go and get a ticket over at Turning Point 2020 or at Humanitarian Conference, whether they buy a $5 ticket or whether they buy an all access $97.50 ticket. Either way, we wanna thank you for supporting our movement, which is really your movement. Thank you so much. And I'm I'm really excited that you know you were able to make it affordable because many times I speak um, hoping that my people from the Philippines, because that's where I grew up, will be able to use whatever I'm sharing to them. And so I always have to encourage you know my guests to speak something about some natural things that they can avail from my from where they are in fact one of the ways that i always encourage my client to whoever comes to me and asking for help is i always say think about what you what you grew up with because some of them may be coming from another country already i said what did your parent or your grandparent used to do and and whatever may benefit them that they can remember i said start from there and that's why also when I did, had my, my son before, when I delivered and I was by myself in the United States, first thing I, is I make a phone call and ask, what can I do when it's like this, like that, or, you know, and just to have that connection. So um, that one, and you can expand on this, Brian, because from what I understand, we, we had also a, a group of podcasters talking yesterday that the new world environment really in terms even of practice and business is the first thing is what can I do for you? How can I help you? That attitude. And the second, and, and, the, and, and then the second thing is how can we come together? Well, the phrase is not how can I help you? It's can I help? Because accepting help from another person, another soul, is the biggest thing that someone can do. In other words, we say, I want to be self-sufficient. I want to do it my way. And when you get into a jam, no matter what it is in life, whether it's be a stress, whether, you know, whatever the situation is, it's when somebody says, can I help? And if you can accept it, you immediately have a bond with that person. How I can help, that comes later. But can I help? is putting yourself out there and offering your services to be in service, which is at the end of the day, what it's all about. You know, when you leave the planet, it's the person with the most toys isn't the winner. It's the person who has changed more people's lives and have been of service to more people. That's the one who's the winner from my perspective, my humble perspective. Yeah, we, we have made it affordable, the conference for everyone. We would like it to be affordable for everybody. Um, and I'll be sending the links to you for both of the tickets, which you can push out to your tribes in your individual group, whether they be here in America or in the Philippines. 
in Toronto. We've always had it this time of the year. It's kind of strange not to have it. It's something called the Canadian National Exhibition, which was one of the biggest fairs in North America. And we had a pavilion called the International Pavilion. And I remember going there with my dad when I was uh, just five years old. And my dad had a booth there for the Canada booth, the Canada arm inside the International Pavilion. And across from us was the Philippines International Contingent. And I remember going over there, five years old, and sitting on the chair there. And at that time, they had all kinds of fun stuff happening, and they were making beads, and they were rolling cigars, and there was, you know, that was the thing back then in those days. And I remember sitting there with all these people from the Philippines, and they always, all the people that are actually from the Philippines to fly in to represent their countries. The nicest, sweetest people I ever met was absolutely just a delight. And I always look forward to it. And it's so strange this year that we don't have it in person and I'm not able to make those connections. And it's been, you know, it's been almost 50 years, you know, of going down there with that ritual and not having it. So we have to bring the citizens and the citizenship of the world together. And I hope that you do share the links for the events and that uh, in the, whether it be in the Philippines or Malaysia China, or the United States, and Canada, Mexico, Brazil. We have 23 countries that we're going to be live streaming to everywhere across Europe, Germany, France, England, Ireland, Scotland, um, Poland. We're going to be streaming in India, in Pakistan. We'll be streaming in South Korea. Uh, and we're streaming in mainland China, in Hong Kong, in Japan. And we're, we're going to be streaming in uh, Romania, Ukraine, Russia. We're going to be streaming all around the world, and we invite all the citizens to get a humanitarian conference ticket, which is only $5. By the way, that $5 is a not-for-profit, and it goes to our organization called Clinics for Humanity, which delivers humanitarian outreach programs to impoverished nations around the world. So we're a registered non-for-profit, and we're registered in all 23 countries. And they can learn more about our organization and Clinics for Humanity at WOM.org, W-O-N-M, World Organization of Natural Medicine.org. And you can go to the clinics page and we'll tell you more about the humanitarian clinics. And we invite you to get a humanitarian conference ticket at Eventbrite and the Turning Point 2020 ticket at Eventbrite so that all citizens from all walks of life can join us for this incredible life-changing event. I'll make sure, Brian, that I'll put all the links and... Um... I, I so whatever the all the links that you mentioned, please send it to me later again as soon as you can because I'll put it underneath the description and not just underneath but you know when I post things I'll make sure I highlight it. Okay? We'll send you we'll send you the actual digital brochure and if you put a nice testimonial in with the brochure and send it out to your tribe, that would be wonderful and we'll do the same as we put a link to your organization and a link to your podcast. Um, and we'll make sure that we collaborate and work together. I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to you today and to share my stories and uh, to be part of your podcast stream. And I'm, I'm so glad and I hope it's hugely successful. I hope it blows up all over social media. And uh, I hope that you one day will be doing what I'm doing. And uh, I'll be calling up to you and asking you if I could be a guest on your show at some time in the future as well. So Brian, tell us what's your daily habit? I don't, have, I don't have too much time left for the broadcast, but I'll just let you, I'll leave you with this. Uh, my daily habits are that uh, I wake up, I, I go for a short walk with the dog, and I reconnect with nature. I come back, I make sure I always eat a good breakfast. I take all of my supplements and my vitamins, my minerals and my nutrients. I spend some time on my personal treatments for whatever ails me, um, basic protocols, 
And then it's time for me to be in service, to see my patients, clients, and customers, my friends, my neighbors, and loved ones, and to do good throughout the entire day, do the best that I possibly can, to the best of my abilities, and try not to sleep too much because I don't want to miss too much because the world happens 24-7. And so... How about you share with me this quantum affirmation that I usually say at the end of the podcast, okay? Because I chose this, I shuffle it with intention. I said, let me have one quantum affirmation for with Brian and for our audience. And I tell them, say it three times loud and clear, mm. feel it. And these are all for inspiration from Dr. Forbes and Dr. Marshall. The exuberant growth. The more I help others selflessly, the more I can exuberantly grow and prosper. What I send out into the world is returned to me manifold. The more I help others selflessly, the more I can exuberantly grow and prosper. What I send out into the world is returned to me manifold. The more I help others selflessly, the more I can exuberantly grow and prosper. What I send out into the world is returned to me manifold. So thank you, Brian, and thank you for the audience. So thank Brian Gangle for doing the Turning Point Conference, and we'll put the, all the links that you need. And this is Quantum Nurse. I am Grace Asagra, your holistic registered nurse. Follow me in my podcast, Quantum Nurse, and my website, graceasagra.com. Mabalos, and thank you. That's in my language. God bless you, everybody. Thank you very much, Grace. Bye for now. Thank you.